It's me. Yeah, I'm in fucking California. Yeah, and you better fucking believe I got my fucking Beretta with me. I'm gonna fuck you up, man. Come outside. Find out what's up, okay? I'll be out here, the white claw and my gun. Nibble on my neck just right Won't you turn me into A vampire just like you In your musty attic baby I will hang For you girl I will even floss my fangs If you turn me into A vampire just like you Mortal love was never meant to last So bite me baby 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 And give me a chance Well she just looked at me she laughed. She said, I'll suck your blood when you suck my ass. Whoa, oh, 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 Technically, this is all suck your blood. We're doing a Swedish vampire movie from 2008. It won about 75 awards. It's called Let the Right One In, based off a novel written by John Avlid Linguist, who also wrote the screenplay for the film. Do you know the guy that wrote the book for this, wrote the screenplay? Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, just in general. In general, yeah. The director said he was like, I don't know about this, but he said he was pretty uh, pleased with the results, so I guess it turned out fine. Yeah, if it worked for the director, I guess it works for me. Uh, hey guys, I'm uh, I'm Caleb. This is, this is James here. So, hey James, I'm Jimothy. This is all suck your blood, James. So technically, this is this is this is us. Sucking blood, sucking butt. I forget how it goes. That that's basically how the song goes. Who is this directed by? Thomas Alfredson. That doesn't sound very Swedish. Does it? <laughs> doesn't. Okay, well, Thomas uh, Alfredson, he also directed a movie called Bert, the Last Virgin. <laughs> it's a story of a Swedish teenager, Bert, who has oh, a big problem great. getting rid of his virginity. Hey, random question. Is the same person who requested this movie the person who told you about Spontaneous? No. Okay, good. It just kind of, like just worked out that way i guess at one point i just thought there was like some kind of like secret fucking uh cabal to make me fucking watch these romantic horror movies you're right because this is another romance movie like very shortly after i get i mean i will say actually no it's is this more or less horror than the other one it's a really good question i guess but I, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, actually. <laughs> it's sometimes yes, but in a very different way. So that also kind of makes it no. Okay. Okay. Well, before I get into all that, I just want to say that I made James watch like an hour and a half of pop culture, uh, young people stuff right now. And I just want to say that he's old. And also, I quit my job today. I'm old, and I congratulate you on quitting your job. Yeah, they made me mad, and they fucked me over on payroll. So... I think I'm going to try to go hard on this podcast stuff for a while, guys, you know, so just, uh, you know, uh, listen, support, do those <laughs> things, you know, like listen to it and uh, make sure it does well. <laughs> yeah, just maybe keep it in mind that like maybe there's people out here that like are making a thing and like like maybe that thing might end up being like really important to their survival. Maybe 
if you like if you like your friends, support things that they do. You should try that. It's fun. It's a good thing to do. <laughs> yeah, basically support the show. And you know, since this is all suck your blood, uh, as some people know, I'm sure not everyone knows, but uh, probably a decent amount. We kind of got rid of like all of the all suck your blood episodes a while ago. Like, there's some up, but we got rid of like most of them. I've still had all of them. Didn't know what to do with them. Didn't know if they were allowed to be listened to, just because some oh. of them were just. <laughs> It was an interesting time. It was. It was. It's a good time, and it's something that I think needs to be remembered and still needs to be around. So I'm uploading all of those to the Horse Soup Patreon, like all the deleted ones, all the past ones. So they will be available. I think I'm just going to take down like the few that we have on that that feed because I feel like it just makes things confusing. If people find that and then they, I guess, happen to like it, you know, then where the fuck are they going to go from there? So I think it'd be easier to just get rid of it completely. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not, we're not good enough to have like, at least I'm not to have like my name listed as like, you know how like podcast things, they have the thing where like the hosts have like little profiles. Now I'm not good enough to have all that. So you're not going to find it. Those things don't (laughs) even like work very well because I have, (laughs) they've made like different things for me for like different podcasts. And then like, also like even with like Ash and Elena on like, um, like on scream and stuff, I think like Ash might be, or Mash isn't on it at all. Like she's not even a host on it. I think Elena is hosting like they, they made like three different ones for her. And then I think there's multiple ones for me too. So it's just all, none of that shit works. Oh yeah. Well, and didn't one time on a scream one, didn't it say that like, uh, like Nathan Fillion or someone was like on the show. Well, Rob Zombie is a host on Rob the show. Rob Zombie, I think. that's what it was. Yeah, and then uh, George C. Romero is also, or no, George A. Romero is oh, God. a guest. <laughs> and uh, yeah, George awkward. C. Romero probably isn't too happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's awkward. I wouldn't be either. Yeah, it's not on me though. Come it's on, all on Apple, fucking Apple. Get your fucking shit together. Yeah, they have no idea what's going on. They just make like wild outlandish guesses and they're just like, oh, maybe it's right. Like, All right, dude, whatever. You know, if they would just like actually build a like back end creator portal that, you know, you could actually do that shit and set it up yourself. I mean, that'd be cool, but or or just don't or just be bitches about it. That's fine, too. That's literally all they need to do. If I could just say like, hey, this is my show. This is my show. This is also my show. This is me, the host. Attach it all to this. It'd be so fucking easy. And I'm sure it'd be easier for them, too. Right. Whatever, whatever. This isn't bitching about that. We're going to bitch about other stuff. <laughs> At first, the interwebs told me that this was made for $29 million, and I kind of lost my shit. I kind of, like, wanted to cry for a second, but that's actually the Swedish dollar, so it's closer to around, like, $4.5 Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I was, like, internally struggling trying to figure out where they put $29 million into this. Could you imagine... <laughs> For why? For what? I would, ju- I would just be like, I guess locations in Sweden are real fucking expensive. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> I, I just don't get it. But, you know, that's fine. It made about $11 million at the box office, which I would say is pretty damn good for a Swedish vampire movie, like, if you put it into the perspective of what it is. And for the style of vampire movie it is, too. I mean, it's not like a a big, sexy, like, underworld type of vampire movie, or even an action-y one. I mean, this is, it's really kind of a return to older-style monster movies, I feel. This is like modern Nosferatu with 12-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, it has much more in common with that than, you know, more some more recent vampire movies. And I think that it kind of has that vibe of a lot of, it reminds me a lot of the old 
uh, universal flicks, you know, Wolfman and, and all that kind of stuff. So a very different take. So for it to do as well as it did at the box office is honestly super respectable. Maybe even a little shocking. These artsy movies are weird, you know, like sometimes they do really well, sometimes they don't. And I feel like I'm always surprised either way. Either way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll get into this right now. Um, me and James did a Halloween Kills episode featuring Bree and Migs recently. Yeah, we did that. It was supposed to be like a conversation, but I think it was more us just screaming about Halloween Kills and our issues with it for like an hour. <laughs> but that does exist. And you can go listen to that again on the Patreon. That's like, you know, thing I talked about a minute ago. You'll find it. You'll find it. If you want to listen to us talk about Halloween Kills, that's that's a thing that exists. It's out there. Okay, so this is starring a bunch of Swedish people. I don't I'm not familiar with like Swedish actors and actresses really. Yeah. So that's that's the extent of my information. Um it has a seven point nine out of ten on IMDB. A 98% by critics and a 90% by audience, which is kind of fucking crazy. That's high, man. That's, that's like, that's like top tier movie. That's like damn near a perfect movie tier. And like, I don't know. I know Rotten Tomatoes obviously isn't like the fucking hierarchy of the world, but I went sure. on Letterboxd too. And this thing is a four on Letterboxd. Yeah. People like this movie. People don't like this movie. People love this movie. I think people think that this is the best vampire movie, like, of all modern ages. And they might be right. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a very good story. It's definitely a very good movie. I just... I feel like this This sounds like I'm going to, like, start shitting into this movie and, like, going into it and whatnot. I'm not going to do that at all. I did really like this. But I'm just still very, very confused at how it has, like, an overall four-star rating and, like, ev pretty much everyone is like, this is perfect. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a weird movie. It really is a weird little movie, uh, and I say little not to like demean it, but just because of like it doesn't go a lot of places. It doesn't do a lot of things. Not a lot of actual things happen, but uh, it it still tells a story. You know, it tells a really good story. I mean. It has more of a plot than Halloween Kills. <laughs> Maybe if they could have injected just 1% of Halloween Kills into Let the Right One In. I know that that's like super anachronistic with how things work, but if just 1% of Halloween Kills might have been there, it might be like a five-star movie for me. Yeah, because I mean, okay, the story's great. It's shot really well. I mean, they used um, also like every sound in this movie they, like, made, made. Like, they used real sounds for everything. They recorded, like, real sounds for every single sound effect that went on in this, and that's why it sounds really good. And I feel like a lot of people put that into the ratings, too. But also, like, I, I kind of want to say, like, that can't be the reason this is rated so high, because how many people are like, oh, my God, these sounds are so good. Like, obviously, people that know, know, but how many people are really paying attention to that? Well, that's a thing, too. I've been trying to be more, uh like conscious about how i watch movies and making sure that i'm not using like a, a really bad rip or something because and, and i'm making sure that i watch it with surround sound instead of just like my tv speakers because i think so much of that shit gets lost in translation anyway so like as someone who tries to like be someone who actually pays attention to sound design and i even know how little even though I'm actually aware of it, like I don't always pick up everything. And so I would say most casual viewers are not thinking about that. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I would like to know exactly why people like this so much. I know it's because it's like... I saw a lot of people say, like, it's it's art. Like, it's a good vampire movie, but also it's basically art. And I will agree, but I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people that I see rate this really high rate other movies that I see more artsy, like, lower than this. And that's what confuses me. I don't think it's like, okay, I, I'm going to piss everyone off again right now. And here we go. We're just going for it. Yeah, we're going for it. I don't care. It's the shining of vampire movies. Yeah. Whenever you text me that, I was I said, yes, absolutely it is. I don't know any other way to put it. And it's not like, again, I don't hate The Shining. It's not a bad movie. I like The Shining, but I think it's fucking boring. I like The Shining. At at different points in my life, I might even be able to say that I loved The Shining. But if if anyone were to like be like, oh, hey, like, what do you want to do? Like, hey, let's watch a, a, a scary movie. Let's watch like a classic and someone brings up The Shining, I'm like, no, let's not sit down and watch all of The Shining. And you know, this isn't as long as it either, but it just has the same no. the same feel. I don't know if it's just this thing in my head where I'm like, oh, it's a well-shot movie with a good story, but it's kind of boring. It's The Shining, but... And and there's a lot of snow. Yeah, there is snow. That's true. <laughs> there is a lot of snow. The 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 parallels just keep coming. You can't, you can't stop once you start seeing them. <laughs> all right, so... Those are our, like, pre-thoughts. I guess let's just go ahead and get into this. Yeah. I originally thought that this would be really hard to talk about, like, early on, because basically everything I just said, because it's artsy, I'm not artsy, and then it's also introed with a Swedish child in his underwear with a knife, and I really felt that, like, I couldn't possibly have a further disconnect from this film. (laughs) I moved on from all that when I remembered that I used to know a kid that was albino, And he had, like, a kind of balding disease, and he wore a wig that kind of looked just like this kid's headpiece. So then I was like, oh, okay, so I can relate to this movie. Oh, my God. In some way. I can't relate to any of that. (laughs) I just tried to connect in any way I could just to keep it going, so. (laughs) That was where I was in the beginning. Anyway, the story starts with a kid named Oscar, who's being bullied by a kid that calls him a piggy and honks his nose, which I kind of just got... Vicky from uh, Fairly Odd Parents vibes from him. I felt like he basically just called him a twerp. All, right, all yeah, movie. pretty much. Yeah, I don't... Also, also, no, no, a better description is, of course, back to South Park, Cartman from South Park when he tries to buy the pubes off of Scott Tennerman and he calls him a little piggy and then he grinds him <laughs> up in a chili and makes him meet his parents. That's a better description. There you go, you found it. It just took you a minute. He's a little piggy. Anyway, that's all that really happens on Oscar's end until we move over to, like, a not-so-subtle Swedish Dexter who... He, inca- he incapacitates a guy and then he hangs him upside down and then he's like draining him and i'm like okay this is cool but wait a second are you next to a street are you like 10 feet away from a from a full like road it looks like it i don't know it's hard it's hard to explain there's lights like there's lights there's lights everyone can see you (laughs) anyone walking by could clearly see you from like hundreds of yards away like or at least like 100 yards away (sighs) this just made me so confused because i'm like okay like Dexter, he kind of did the same thing. He'd incapacitate people, and he'd, like, put them in a kill room, like, you know, close to where he incapacitated them. But I was like, I feel like 98% of the time, he made sure that it was something that people aren't just going to walk into or can't just walk by and, like, see. Super secure. It would either be, like, their house. Sometimes it was the, the victim's own house, or it'd be, like, a shipping container, you know, or, like... 
a storage unit nearby. Like, okay, I will say that you saying shipping container and storage units were bad examples because he those were like the two times that he got the caught. The ones where he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go like anywhere else beside the places that he actually did get caught. And yes, right, I agree. Right. <laughs> it's still not the middle of an of like an underpass. Like <laughs> some chick is walking her fucking dog where this dude is hanging some guy and draining the blood out of him. <laughs> A chick is just walking her dog here. And it's not even like it's a dark a dark place. Like, there's a light right no. there. It's so bright. Anyone walking around the dark street would see a giant bright light and a man hanging there. Like, okay, there are forests that you can go into that will have solitude. Like, remember, like, in Jennifer's body when Jennifer brought that football dude out into that forest? But it was like, there was, like, no one fucking there for miles except for maybe, like, a bear or something. Like, they were right, deep in that right. forest. This dude like found like a snowy forest but like you know there's nothing covering all these trees are like at least 12 feet apart from each other there's basically street lights above him and there are cars driving like i feel like i could basically hear the cars driving by him yeah and he's just doing this and then when he hears a dog come by him and it's a giant poodle what are those things called the giant <laughs> poodles the monstrous poodles the godzilla poodles godzilla poodles that's what i like yeah yeah that's the medical term um a godzilla poodle walks up to him and just sits down in front of him he's like Get away from me, you dick. And he's, like, genuinely confused that this dog is here. And I'm like, why are you... Con you didn't think that that was, like, in the realm of possibilities? Clearly, that dog belongs to a person. It's not like a, it's not like a wild-looking dog. Yeah, no. It is a groomed <laughs> show Godzilla poodle. Like, it is a giant poodle. What are you talking about? Those aren't just in the wild. Anyway... He's draining this guy. The dog comes up. And also, the dog's name is Ricky, which that's just a great canine name. It's a good dog name. We head back to Oscar. Well, basically, he just leaves. He just leaves the body there, and then people see it, and then it's going to spawn, like, news articles later, and they're going to be like, people getting drained all over the city. Yeah. So we head back to Oscar now, and he meets up with a 12-year-old that's just casually standing on top of a tall thing. What was she standing on? It's like the, the like little jungle gym thing, like little play place thing you can climb on. Well, no, that's not what she was standing on at that time. She was standing on, like, a giant rectangle. Oh, really? Yeah. It looked like a, an electrical box that was, like, fucking oh, 15 feet tall. Oh, yeah. I don't know what she was standing on, but she was standing on some giant thing. It's basically, like, a mini skyscraper. And then, like, <laughs> Oscar's, like, looking up to her. <laughs> and then, like, she levitates off. Yeah, she, like, just kind of floats down. She floated, right? Like, that wasn't just me. I think they did this on purpose. They, like, leave, because, like, you know, it's sort of like dropping the clues that, like, hey, she's a vampire. Like, you just see these little glimpses of things, because, like, later we see the little things with the eyes in the darkness, where, like, her eyes look different and stuff. Like, I think they just try to do these little, they're, like, reptilian. She had layer of the white worm eyes. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was kind of crazy. <laughs> What does that make sense at all? Why'd you have snake eyes? Don't know. It's cool though. I'm fine with it. Okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, maybe it's just a thing of like because they can see really well in the dark. Maybe that's why they were saying their eyes are different. Hmm. I don't know, but they look cool. Well, she levitates, and then Oscar's like, oh, "Okay, friends, then, yeah." <laughs> and they kind of just leave. There's also a quick cut scene, like ten minutes in, of some old guy getting like furiously yelled at. Was that, like, the guy that's, like, like living with Ellie? Yeah, like, her dad. It's well, not actually her dad. Caretaker. But, yeah, the dude she calls guess, dad. 
thrall probably is probably a better better word slave might be might be the opportune word maybe but there's all i don't know like i feel like he's kind of like a hunter but then also he i mean i have some things to say about him later there's some weird stuff to that guy <laughs> for sure all right all right but that was that was him getting yelled at in like the bar and like the restaurant i don't know i thought it was like in a in a house or something i'm not sure what you're talking about it was like 10 minutes in there's just a close up you just see his face and he's getting like just fucking screamed at oh maybe that was maybe that was her yelling at him because she needs to eat and he hasn't brought her anything okay maybe that was her then because they did do a couple things because she's 12 but she's like a 200 year old like 12 year old like she got turned when she was 12 we don't know why but yeah he's he's clearly like the servant yeah basically but there's a few times in this movie where she is like viewed as old or like her voice goes a little different or something was she just using an older voice there because she sounded like it sounded like a fucking grown-ass woman yelling at him yeah i mean maybe that's what they were going after because they pre- they present a lot of those little details without context, and you're just kind of like piecing together like what what she is. I don't think you're even necessarily supposed to right off the bat be like bitch a vampire, you know? Yeah. How is this movie marketed? I have absolutely no idea. I watched the trailer for it, and when I watched the trailer, I kind of just went, "All right, I don't know what this is." <laughs> Uh, I watched this uh, probably right around the time that it came out, or at least as soon as it hit Netflix. So if it didn't hit Netflix the year it came out, maybe the year after, um, it was a like a newer release on Netflix whenever I saw it. And all I actually was telling you, I think I might have turned it off or fallen asleep. I remember just being really pissed at this movie because I was so bored. I was just like, oh, man, blonde kid, sad, and that's all I got out of it, and then I never watched it again. And I did enjoy it a little bit more this time, but there is a lot of it that is just blonde kid, sad. I do have a question for you, though. Um, When I first brought this up to you, you said, Shh, uh, I don't want to watch that blonde kid piss himself again. I don't think that ever happened. Yeah, that must have been, maybe that's like the American remake or something. Like, that's what I remember about Let the Right One In, is the kid getting the shit kicked out of him by the bullies, and then he pisses himself, and he, like, runs home in his piss pants, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, you told me that, and I was literally waiting for that to happen the entire movie, and it never did, and then I was like, what the fuck, James? I'm guessing that's the American one. Maybe need maybe we need to watch like the beginning of the American one. Maybe I never watched this. Maybe I only watched the American one and I'm conflating it. Honestly, maybe because you did call me and you told me like I didn't remember the, the second half of this and you were texting me like very surprised about things that were happening. So I'm pretty convinced that you didn't watch this. Oh, there's two moments that I definitely did not remember. So I mean it could be complete ignorance on my part. Maybe I watched the beginning of the Chloe Grace Moretz one, and I thought it was stupid and turned it off. That's totally possible. Hey, so speaking of pee, um, I'm going to pee right here in front of you. This is terrible. Yeah, I'm going to pee in this water bottle right now. We can keep talking, though. I don't know what to say while you're doing that. Uh, well, we can just keep talking about the movie. Uh, basically, okay. the old guy gets yelled at. And then, uh, you know, it seems that the town is very aware of some ravaged killer running around uh, draining the blood of people. And, you know, Oscar is the 12-year-old that just does whatever he wants, uh, aside from his mom saying, like, hey, maybe you should not go out and get murdered. 
Um, and he just kind of like plays at playgrounds at night and like, you know, fucking plays with a Rubik's cube and shit. Well, it's like, I kind of liked, I actually really like that part, um, that I could relate to that of just like living in like a little apartment complex that has like the one little playground because I spent a lot of my childhood years just like walking out to the little playground, even when I was too old to really be like playing on that equipment just to like sit because you don't really have anywhere else to go whenever you live in like a little like enclosed apartment complex like that. Yeah. So like you can't like if you do if you if you're not old enough to drive or have friends that drive, you kind of just like walk around those little communal park areas and hope to find someone cool to hang out with. And so I kind of liked that he was always just like walking out there by himself and then like found a friend. Yeah, because I don't think he was necessarily trying to find anyone. I think he just wanted to play Rubik's Cube a lot. <laughs> you know, he's kind of just a nerd that gets beat up for playing his Rubik's Cube all the time. I don't know if Oscar's ever talked to another uh, child before he talks to Ellie. You think so? I don't think he's ever spoken to another peer before he speaks to her. He's only spoken to his mom and his teachers. Well, and the kids that beat the shit out of him all the time. Right. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever had a friend before. Well, I'm going to be honest. Who the fuck is going to talk to a kid that has a haircut like that? He's like the Swedish Oof, Edgar. It's rough. Like, if if Edgars were a thing in Sweden, they would look like that. <laughs> All right. Well, should we talk about the oh, turf bro, war? Sorry. Side note. Have you heard about that Taiwanese guy who's just teaching math on Pornhub? I think I've seen that. Wait, no. I've seen that <laughs> while I was scrolling through Pornhub. <laughs> He just has, like, a whiteboard, right? He just has a whiteboard. Yeah, There's I saw that. There's nothing sexual I... about it whatsoever. James, I clicked on it because I saw it when I was going to jerk off, and then I was like, wait, like, what is this guy doing? Is he just teaching math? And he was just teaching math. He just He's has just a whiteboard. Math. There's yeah. no rules that say that the content has to be sexual, so he just started posting videos of him, like, teaching calculus, and people are watching them. I mean, there's a fair amount of... I've seen, like, podcasts on Pornhub, too, and then, like, people playing video games, like, posting their Call of Duty shit on Pornhub and stuff. Sure. So I'm like, I don't know. I want to start doing that. I'll do a Pornhub podcast. There you go. Let's do that. Could we do it? We'll just, like, we'll do it with nipple tassels on. <laughs> like, we'll be completely clothed, but we'll cut, like, a circle around our, like, nipple area, and then we'll wear nipple tassels. Yeah. I'll learn I'll learn to, uh, to spin them. Oh, that'd be great, like, without touching them? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Does anyone care about this conversation? If we do like a live stream, like spin them for every donation. Oh, that'd be pretty cool, dude. I don't think I can do it because I'm flat as a fucking whatever the fuck a flat thing is. But like, <laughs> 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 like all around, really. <laughs> like my my dick is one dimensional. <laughs> like if I turn to the side, it would just like disappear. Disappear. You know, like, <laughs> oh my god anyway let's get back to the movie there's a turf war <laughs> remember that turf war is that the way to explain it not really i thought it was gonna be a turf war but it really only lasted like two minutes and dude i gotta put this bottle of pee somewhere else it's really light i'm gonna like grab it and drink it <laughs> this episode's going terribly i would really like to watch you drink your own piss I really hope it doesn't happen. I'm gonna. I'm keeping it like far on the other side. <laughs> but yeah, there's a turf war. 
Uh, you're right. I shouldn't call it that. It's not. I thought there was going to be a turf war because Oscar walked up to the playground and Ellie was like, this is my fucking spot. And he's like, I've been here a while, dog. I've been living here for like freaking like Live three years, homie. You, yo. Like, what are you talking about? If anyone's going to leave, it's you. And then he's like, oh, well, you want to play with my Rubik's Cube? And she's <laughs> like, fuck yeah, dog. She's like, the fuck's a Rubik's Cube? And she's like, what is that? And he's like, you can borrow it for like, you know, like a like a day. And then she was like, I might not be here tomorrow. And he was like, all right, two max, two maxies. <laughs> Why is the way that you are describing the dialogue making it so much better than it actually was? It honestly is like, because I have to like put some kind of spice into it. Otherwise, I'm literally just saying like, if I describe this scene the way that I watched it, I'd say they're in a dark, desolate place. There's light snow going on in the background. The hues and colors are very somber. And Oscar has a Rubik's Cube and Ellie... Ellie I can't even do it. I can't even fucking that's, do that, dude. I can't that's, be that's that monotone. That's roughly like, what, 60% of the movie? Yeah, it's really like... Unless I, unless I <laughs> explain this movie the way that I see things in my head... <laughs> then this is gonna be a really fucking boring conversation. I'm not like again. I'm because, not saying because is... because it might be a great movie, but it's kind of a fucking boring movie. Yeah, dude. Like it's so. Oh my god. People are really just gonna be like, oh, just just say you hate the movie. Just admit it. You're trying to say you don't hate it. <laughs> and really, like, I don't know how to explain that I don't hate this without like I don't, I don't know how to talk about this movie without saying that. The essence of it is fucking boring. Yeah, and I think to to defend ourselves a little bit. I don't want to talk about the shining either. You want actually you want to know something? You want actually I didn't even think about this. I forgot about this. Oh shit. This is an Anthony Carrera Patreon pick. By the way, happy birthday, Anthony. (laughs) Hey, happy birthday. (laughs) I don't know if this is the conversation you want, but happy birthday. Anyway. This isn't even something I thought about till right now, but Anthony's other pick, the way that Patreon pick a movie works, you pick, you send me two movies and I pick one of them to pick. His other pick was The Shining. Oh. Remember when I told you that and I was like, hey, we have two yeah. picks. Yeah. And you were like, I'm not fucking doing The Shining. Yeah. You were like, oh, uh, so which, I already know which movie you're going to pick. And I was like, oh, is that, is that so? And then you said The Shining and I said, fuck no, I'm not covering The Shining. <laughs> like what do you talk there is nothing no offense to you anthony no offense to anyone else that wants me to cover the shining i thought you would do it to avoid the vampire movie no there is nothing that i would want to cover less than the shining nothing like there is not a single there probably isn't a single movie in the world that i would like to cover less than i would like to cover the shining and it's not again it's not because i hate it not because i yeah. think it's a terrible movie it's because i think it is a good, boring movie that doesn't translate well to talking about. Unless I, like, go into just, like, full-on, like, research mode and I go into, like, the, like, fucking background of The Shining and I go into, like... But then you're doing things that a million people have done before and you're probably going to say something slightly wrong and then someone's going to get pissed about it. And, like, yes. that's a whole thing. That's a whole fucking thing. 
I don't want to cover The Shining because people are so fucking adamant about liking that movie. They're so adamant about getting every detail correct and like knowing all the facts and this, that, blah, blah, blah. And as much as I know about The Shining and as much as like I've seen a bunch of documentaries and like, you know, like fucking commentary and like all this other shit. And I know about like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, fuck the abuse that Kubrick fucking. (laughs) Yeah. Shelley Duvall. But like, that's all stuff that I have no interest in talking about. And I think if I actually just try to talk about the movie, I'm just gonna piss people off. You're gonna, you're, you're just gonna, you're gonna get hung up on the the two or three really, really well done, really amazing, memorable moments of the movie that have been parodied by every single fucking thing you can think of, from The Simpsons to Family Guy. I mean, everything. And, and that's what you're gonna get stuck on. And and maybe that's what the people want to hear. Maybe that is what they yeah. want to hear. It probably is. When you think of it from a podcasting perspective, it's so much of like, what could Caleb possibly say about The Shining that a million people haven't already said? And it is a weird thing, too, where like I have felt that way about a lot of other things. And then we've done episodes on stuff that I feel almost kind of the same way about. And then people love it. So, I mean, like, it is, I guess, what people want to hear. That's what they want. It is what people I know people would probably like to hear us talking about The Shining. But if I'm being completely honest, there's nothing that I would want to talk about less. No, I'm going to do everything, everything I can to make you cover The Shining somehow. I'm not going to cover The Shining. Really, like, I'm not. What if What if your options are The Shining or The Other Shining? The Other Shining? Like, the TV one? Yeah. <laughs> what if those are your options? I do the TV one. Really? Yeah. I actually haven't seen the TV one. I'd be interested in watching it sometime. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've, like, seen, like, parts of it. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through, but I feel like I would have more to say about that that would be fun or entertaining than I would about the original Shining. I feel like I could even just, like, rip on it more comfortably in a way that people won't, like, bury me for. Yeah, get mad about. Yeah, and and obviously I don't give a fuck if someone's mad about me saying I don't like a movie or, like, a, something stupid or whatever, but, I mean, like... Sure. This is the Shining episode. This is what it would be. I'd say... Shelly Duvall's awesome. Jack Nichols is awesome. That kid has a funny haircut. Uh, those twins look like Rocky Dennis. And then <laughs> I'd say that scene where the like fucking titty old chick comes out to Jack Nicholson. I'd say he should have fucked her. There you go. Shoot. Yeah. That's the shining to me. Yep. That that's what I have to say about it. So you're you're you know what? You're welcome, Anthony. You just got both picks. You got two. You got a two for two for one. You got both picks in one movie. I wonder, I really wonder now if he picked this next to The Shining because he feels like they're similar movies, like one in the yeah. same almost. Yeah, I'm curious too. Anthony, please message me and tell me like if that is the reason. Like, do you see these as similar movies? As, do other people see these as similar movies? Like this is the vampire version of The Shining? When you described it that way, it made so much sense to me. Okay, well, that is my rant about why I'm doing this and not The Shining and why I'd just prefer if people didn't ask me to do The Shining. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> we're, it, we've got a long way to go, but eventually this movie turns into to spontaneous human combustion, so we're going to get there. It does. And I'm also going to say that I will cover The Shining eventually. I'll do it. But <laughs> I, I want to do it in, like, like five years. Like, that's that's, like, my deal. You got to do it for like a re- like a real special milestone episode, like your like your five hundredth episode. Have you hit five hundred yet? Yeah, no, no. I think five. Yeah, that's. Fi- I'll do. I'll do the shining for five hundred if people want that. I'll do it for episode five hundred. That seems fair. There you go. 
I'll do a Patreon bonus. Yeah. And it'll be the way I want to talk about the show. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to research anything. I'm not going to talk about facts. I'm going to talk about how the the fucking Grady twins look like Rocky Dennis for an hour and a half. That'd be pretty fun. I mean, that goes into uh that kind of sub series that I would love to do at some point, whether it's a Patreon or something of just like, like just, just purposefully roasting great, great horror directors. I mean, you could do a whole Kubrick episode of how like, yeah, sure. He's great, but he's a huge asshole. And he's also just fucking sucking his own dick half the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to do one on Toby Hooper. I think that one would would be amazing. I really do. Just like a a, a a proper Toby Hooper roast. I think that you'd be the person to do it too. It'd be it'd be fun. It'd be fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where are we at in this movie? <laughs> uh, oh, this is where this is where Oscar tells uh, Ellie that she smells funny. Yeah, I wasn't. That was a interesting. That was an interesting like little thing. I'm not sure what he meant by that. She obviously took it to mean something because she comes back better bathed later. When I start telling this story the way that it actually went it sounds even more and more boring <laughs> like it's just the next the next the next point of interest that i wrote down is that oscar told ellie that she smells funny like that was important to me at the time when i was writing it down i was like this is a part of the movie that i need to write down like that's how much i was fucking reaching for like something to put down it's hard it's hard man it's like <laughs> you could sum up the story of the movie in five to ten minutes like mm. it's not there's not a lot going on here no but 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 you know what else you could sum up in five to ten minutes you could sum up the shining the shining <laughs> they go to they go to this hotel dad goes crazy fucking sees some shit there's an axe like there's an axe <laughs> tries to kill his family like you can sum it up pretty quick that's kind of that's, that's they have a similar energy Okay, well, I guess the smell funny thing is the reason I wrote it down, the reason it was important to me is because it's a vampire thing. Like, it's a vampire rule or, like, something that they're trying to put out. Ellie's hungry, and I think she's, like, letting out some shitty pheromones because she's dying. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's definitely what that is because later she eats and she shows up, like, to Oscar's house or he shows up or something. She's like, hey, do I smell better. better now? Yeah, yeah. So that's what it is. It's another just vampire lore kind of thing. Just kind of like, hey, uh, I don't know. Dude, and I know, too, maybe I'm examining the movie from a different lens as well, just now that I'm watching it and I'm older, and obviously now I'm a a parent. And uh, there's something interesting, too, just about thinking about the way that Ellie acts. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the first time that I watched the movie, it was like, Oh, she's just a monster, like, manipulating. Well, maybe I didn't actually see the movie. But I feel like that's one way of looking at, like, she's just, like, a monster who's manipulating this kid for whatever. But, like, 
she kind of isn't just that. I mean, yeah, she's probably like a 200-year-old vampire, but like she also genuinely seems like she just wants a friend. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because I was trying to just see if I could find like some interesting stuff on this after I watched it. Yeah. And there was some people that were like, oh, uh, you know, this is a movie explained or whatever. And I was like, I feel like there's not much to explain, but I want to see what they had to say. Yeah. So I clicked on it. And I've never been more fucking annoyed in my life because the, basically the first thing that you said a second ago was what this person was trying to say. They were like, this movie is all about this little 12-year-old piece of shit that's manipulating this other 12-year-old because she's the fucking devil. Right, and they were right. saying there's all these religious backgrounds, this, that, blah, blah. And I was like, that is the farthest from what this fucking movie is. And it's so absurd that you're saying that. And then I got really fucking pissed because I wanted to be... I was just in a mood, and I was like, fuck <laughs> you, I'm going to leave a comment, you dick. I'm going to tell you that you're fucking stupid, and this is a stupid theory, and you should feel stupid. <laughs> and then I go to comment on it, and he fucking turned the comments off, and then I see that the dislikes are, like, mad on it. Like, there's not that many likes, and I was like, so you just put out this stupid fucking theory, and then when people said, hey, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, no, you you're an idiot. You didn't delete the video, but you turned the comments off? Bitch, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you nah. asshole. Like, nah. hell no, I was like, that's some bullshit. You can de- you can delete the video and try to save yourself. Like that's fine, but like don't leave the video up. But delete, but te- turn off comments. Fuck that shit. And the way he was saying it, like it wasn't just he was saying like, oh, like I'm not, I wouldn't be that mad if he was like, oh, this is a theory, and I feel like it could be this. He was like, no, this is 100 percent what this movie about. is, and anything else is wrong. Fuck you. She's the devil. She's manipulating him, and I'm like. Dude, I just watched this movie, and this was definitely a 200-year-old vampire getting feelings and falling in love with someone. <laughs> like, well, and I, I don't know. I just, you 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 wonder, like, how could your, if, if you put yourself in the shoes of a, a very ancient vampire, especially one who appears extremely young because they got turned when they're young, however it works in whatever universe, like, there, there has to be, like, a finite amount of, like, maturity that you're even possibly able to to achieve because you're stuck in that body that never changes like yeah. a comic book that I really love called fables. It has like all these uh, fairy tale characters in it because they're all public domain. So the guy could do whatever he wanted with them. And uh, one of the things is Pinocchio is like in it and like he's, he's still got to be a real boy, but even thousands of years later, like he's still just a boy. So he's like 2000 years old, but he looks like he's eight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in a bunch of stories. Like we've talked about Invincible multiple times. Remember that one character on Invincible that yeah, was yeah, yeah. she was older, but she looked young as fuck. So she was like, you know, I can't date because everyone that I get involved with is a fucking pedophile. Like right. I might not be a child, but the fact that they're like into me the way they are means you're a fucking creep. Right, right. Yeah, same thing with uh that kid in uh what was that? Umbrella Umbrella Academy, that Gerard Wade show. That was it was like that too. You know, that fucking blew my mind because I never watched Umbrella Academy. Yeah. I've wanted to. I still haven't seen it, though. But um, when it was all hyped and going around everywhere, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, I need to start watching this. And then when I found, I didn't find out that Gerard Way made it until, like, probably, like, a year and a half later. And I was like, my chemical romance? Yeah, Gerard, dude. Like, he made that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, essentially, in that downtime, I mean, they, they did that, like, big comeback tour or whatever. But, like, when they weren't doing shit... He went hard at DC. He went so hard, they gave him his own imprint. So he had like six books that were all under his own name. It was called Young Animal, and they were all fucking good. Every fucking comic that dude wrote was good. Talented fucking guy. Yeah. 
Just like Andrew Callahan. Cal- really talented guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? The more that I talk about like that aspect of the story, like it is really good storytelling because, okay, I was going to save this for later, but okay, that old guy that she's with and whatnot, did you catch this at all? That guy's a pedophile. I mean, probably. He is, for sure. It's not as, like, referenced in this movie. There's, like, a couple little hints that definitely, like... There was one point in the movie where I fully realized it. Um, Basically, so, like I said, the right This was based off a book. The dude wrote the screenplay for this. Sure. They thought... In the original book, the dude's, like, I think a pretty much full-on pedophile. Like, it's written oh. in that he is a pedophile, and that's basically why he's with this chick ellie because right. she's a vampire but she is stuck in this 12 year old body wow so yeah he in the movie it's not as drawn out but she starts getting this relationship with oscar throughout the whole movie and there's a point later where he's gonna go out to like hunt for her and whatnot and we'll talk about it a little more when we get to it but he says this line where he goes just do me a favor and please don't see that boy tonight oh uh... And that's when it all clicked to me, because I kind of, like, read that a little before, and I kind of, like... Or maybe I read it after. I don't remember what the timeline was, but I read all that. But that kind of clicked. I might have looked it up when he said that line, because I was like, wait a second. Because at first, like, the first, maybe, like, 30 minutes, you're seeing the guy a lot. He's, like, murdering people. But I I couldn't even really tell that he was connected to Ellie at first. Yeah. Until it starts moving on a little more, and you see that they are living together, and he's hunting for her, getting her shit so she doesn't have to kill and get caught, blah, blah, blah. Right. It does sound like it flips the script a little bit, because like it seems like he's... It feels like she's taking advantage of him, but then when you look at it through that lens, like he's the one who's taking advantage of her. It's actually a little bit of... It's not even exactly that he's taking advantage of her, because I think she is fully aware right. of what's happening, but she knows... At least in the terms of the movie, I don't know how it went in the book. I don't know if, like, she was being, like, full and taking advantage of him in that. But the way that we're seeing it in the movie, it seems to me, like, she's taking advantage of him, and she knows that he has, like, another thing going, you know, like, some other interest in her. Right. But I feel like she's almost like, fuck you, I can kill you at any time, so right. you can have your sick little fantasies or whatever, but you're still getting shit done yeah, for me. You're still you're still doing what I need you to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's definitely fucked up. And I feel like that's also... Because there is that other side where, I mean, I almost think, like, is it okay for a 200-year-old vampire to go date a 12-year-old? Like, you know, know, like, is that pedophilia in and of itself? Yeah. When I think about the whole perspective of she's living with this old-ass guy who's with her, I start thinking about, like, you know, that chick from Invincible and, like, all that other stuff where it's like... That seems worse. I don't wait. Which one? What like her with the twelve year old boy? No, her with her with the the old guy. Like when you start looking at it from that lens, like that seems worse. It's like at least do the at least do the. It, I think it's just a physical thing. Like at least do the one. Yeah. that makes physical sense. Like it's it, they're both bad, but that one seems less bad. It definitely seems less bad, but it still is just weird to me because I'm like I don't Super know. It's that thing where I'm Super like Super weird. You're two hundred years old in maturity, so like. I feel like in that sense, like, how do you relate to a 12-year-old? Like, you know, even if you're in a 12-year-old's body, but you have the mind of, like, a 200-year-old, like, I feel like I'd be miles ahead of a 12-year-old. I'd be like, I can't even have a fucking conversation with you. I feel like I can't have a conversation with a 12-year-old now. No, that's what I'm fucking saying. Like, I definitely (laughs) hate talking to 12-year-olds now. I can't imagine if I was around them for 200 years that I'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to marry this 12-year-old. Like, what the fuck? Hello, younger kids. 
it, this is something where I feel like I need more of the origin story, be, or like the or, not the origin, or just even turning, or more of the vampire lore in this world. Right. Because is she is she still like limited to a certain level of maturity? Because she was turned at a twelve at, at twelve, like does she grow? Like does her brain get smarter, or is she is she just is she a two hundred and twelve year old in a twelve year old's body, or is she just a twelve year old who's been around for a long? That's time. been around for two hundred years, right? You know, like that's that's the question that I think I need answered to know whether or not it's okay. I I want to say it's the latter. I feel like she is just a 12 year old that's been around for a long time like she she only knows as much like she she can only like you know grasp as much as a 12 year old can but she's seen like everything that every single 12 year old has ever seen in their life like she has the knowledge of every 12 year old but she can't like sit and think on it you know as much as like it seems more like a more grown person would it seems more like that and i think other versions interpret it probably more the other way other versions of this type of story that we've talked about um, whereas as she definitely, it seems like, I mean, you know, that, that starts, you get into a whole big question about like just fucking science and like, what is age, you know, like if time's irrelevant, like what is oh, age? Oh fuck, dude, wait, we, we got to stop now. We're just sounding like Nambla. No, 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 What no, 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 is no. age? Because I will say, because I will say like, <laughs> like from like a, like, uh, like hormone <laughs> level, like developmentally, like. She's probably still twelve, right? She's she's staying twelve, yeah. and so like, yeah, is yeah. twelve the amount of time that you've been here, or the state that your body is in, and like the chemical makeup of your brain? Even you know, like it seems like she has the chemical makeup of a twelve-year-old still. Yeah, you know what? Oh, I'm starting to like her just story arc like more and more now because I feel like like there might be there's this whole story of like you know she's kind of in a battle to just survive in this world, but I also feel like she's in a battle just with herself, but she also doesn't realize she is, because, like, who the fuck is she? Right, exactly. You know, this movie does battle, like, a lot of shit. Like, there's a whole, like, gender identity thing in this you movie, too. You know what? Too. This movie just went up another star for me. It kind of did, right? <laughs> like, I don't, I almost feel like it did. Like, I... I... We're, we've been talking about it enough that it just went up an extra star for me. You know what, dude? Maybe I'm starting to see why people rate this really fucking highly, because... <laughs> Fuck, dude. Like, you know, when I'm watching it, I was getting kind of bored and getting kind of like weird out and stuff. But there is also that thing where the first time that I ever watched this movie, I'm sitting there and I'm taking notes on it. So I didn't really like I wasn't able to, I guess, grasp a lot of it and like really get into it. But now that I'm thinking of all the background stuff of this, like, fuck, this is a really intelligent movie. There's a lot of things to unpack. And also for 2008 and like they talk about gender identity a lot in this and like. Even, like, uh, Oscar, I would go ahead and say that Oscar's pansexual. Yeah. Because when, remember, like, there's this whole thing where she's trying to tell him, like, hey, I'm a vampire, but he's not understanding it at first. I feel like he almost feels like a lot of the times Ellie is telling him, like, hey, I'm a boy, like, maybe, you know? Because he's, like, you know, in his mind, he's just, like, he's 12. He's, like, okay, there's girl and there's boy. It's 2008, obviously. Like, he doesn't know a lot of other things at the time. And she's saying, you know, I'm not a girl. So I think he's kind of assuming like, oh, well, okay, it doesn't matter that you're a boy. I still want to be with you. Like, I like you for you. Right. And that's also a really cool aspect of this movie. Really, when you think about the fact that this movie existed in 2008, I mean, have did, did, have, did we look like horror movies 2008? Like, what else was coming out? Because nothing 
was having these kind of conversations. I can almost guarantee that. Uh, Jennifer's Body was 2009. Oh, pretty good. Fourth Kind was... Fourth Kind was what, 2008, 2009? Yeah, so 2008, like, big, big, big stuff that came out was, like, The Fucking Strangers. You know, like The Strangers is a good movie, but it's not having conversations like this. Quarantine. Quarantine came out in 2008. That's the wreck. That's the the American remake of wreck. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like this kind of shit is the stuff that was getting pumped out in 2008. A, another day of the dead fucking remake. Midnight meat train. What uh, what I consider to be like kind of the death of horror for a while. Like we just had this bullshit. What the fuck is midnight meat? Train? It's fucking terrible. That's a movie? I have never heard of it's that in my life. It's so bad. It was it was a random uh fucking movie store pick for me in 2008. Oh. Okay. Or I guess maybe 2009 since I watched it on DVD and not in theaters. It's bad. I think Trial of the Screaming Forehead came out in 2008. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. You said that was good. One Missed Call, Dance of the Dead. Like there's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, it's not Trial, it's Trail. But yeah, Trail of the Screaming Forehead did come out in 2008. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Prom Night remake came out that year. Fucking Cloverfield came out that year. Okay, Cloverfield. That's something that I was definitely missing that was like on the fucking tip of my tongue. Yeah. Okay. That's, we're right in that era. So like nothing is doing this. This like return to old monster movies, this you know, a, a kind of romantic vampire thing. This also kind of gave me, like, interview with the vampire type of vibes, just the way it's telling the story. It's obviously telling it from a 12-year-old's perspective instead of, like, you know, the way it is in an interview. But, yeah, it's just, you know, it, no one is doing movies like this in 2008. Fuck. Yeah. People make movies like this now, but they weren't making them in 2008. Oh, for sure. Every movie is this now. <laughs> Every single movie is this now. Yeah. You want to tell me that Ari Oster and fucking uh, Ro- Roger, Robert Eggers, Eggers aren't yeah. making these exact same movies right now? Yeah, no, I agree. All four of their all, all four of their combined movies are exactly this movie. <laughs> right, yeah. I guess, well, I guess the, Ari Oster also has that short, Something Strange About the Johnsons. I'd say that's not exactly this. <laughs> I'd say nothing's that, actually. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. You've talked about it, but I've never seen it. Do you know what it's about? No. I don't want to say it because it'll spoil it for people because it's fucking crazy. It's the most, <laughs> it's like the funniest shit in the world. All right, I'll the check it out. Funniest topic. We'll in talk. The world. We'll talk about it off camera. It's about fucking something. Cool. <laughs> anyway, okay. So I guess let's go back into this. I, I like this movie a little more. Same. I like this a little more. Okay, so we're still at the beginning of this movie. Yeah, we got a lot of ground to cover. Let's go. All right, so next up we cut to the old man who, the pedophile guy, he's going home after hanging with, oh wait, no, no, there's a different old man, there's an old man that gets murdered. Yeah, this is the guy that gets murdered, and then his friend really becomes obsessed with him being murdered. Well, of course he did. Did you see, like, the, the like, outro that they had to each other when they were saying bye? They were like, thanks for a great night of friendships, tournaments, and companionships, I love you so much. <laughs> and they walked off, and then he, like, was he was he the one that watched him get murdered? Yeah, he saw him. Yeah. Because the whole time he's like, how could a kid have done this? Like, where is this kid? What kid could have done this? He sees Ellie destroy him, but the way she destroys him is pretty awesome. Like, I, I loved it. It's a good kill. 
I really loved it because she's sitting under a bridge in the cold and the snow and she's like going like, help me, help me. And she's like shivering. She's acting like she's injured. And the guy comes over and he's like, all right, I'm going to pick you up. I'll carry you to safety, blah, blah, blah. Then like while she like, I love that she actually lets him pick her up. Like she doesn't just go for it and pounce on him immediately. She lets him pick her up, walk a few steps with her. And then she goes rabbit on him. Like, it's basically like a fucking werewolf attack. Yep, just fucking eats him. It is fucking awesome. And then she starts, like, eating him on the ground. And then she snapped his neck at the end. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, she don't fuck around, bro. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. You see very early on that she can fuck some shit up, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then this is when the fucking pedo guy pulls up. And he is, like, you see that he's, like, cleaning up after her. I didn't get yeah. it at first. I was just like, why is someone else taking the body away? But he's basically doing everything for her. Cleaning up after her, killing for her, doing all this shit. Right. He also literally dresses like Dexter because he wears those, like, uh, what are those called? Like, the raincoats? <laughs> the clear raincoats? Uh, yeah, like a like a slicker. Is that what that's called? Like a, like a, like a rain poncho? That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Rain poncho. That's literally exactly what it is. Yeah, we got yeah, it. We yeah. got it. All right, so the next day, Oscar finds his Rubik's Cube sitting out in the snow, and he meets up with Ellie, who, uh, I mean, she finished the Rubik's Cube, and then he's like, how'd you do it? She's like, I twisted it. Twisted it. (laughs) Which I thought was pretty funny. I audibly laughed on that. Yeah, I laughed at that, too. That's good. (laughs) And then she, like, shows him how to complete a Rubik's Cube, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it makes sense, you know? If you've been around a while, you can probably... I, I don't know if that tracks. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess she figured it out somehow. Um, when I'm going back to her being a 12-year-old that's just been around for 200 years, right. fuck that. You can't solve a Rubik's Cube. Because <laughs> I, I think at first I was thinking, okay, yeah, she's, a, she's, she's like 212 years old. I don't think she's that. I can't even solve a fucking Rubik's Cube. <laughs> exactly. If you're 12 for 200 years, fuck no, you can't solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> uh, is this also where we establish that she's like, she doesn't feel cold? I think so around this time. Yeah, because he's like, hey, are you cold? And she's like, oh, no. Yeah, I was just, I picked up on that as just like another like vampire like rule type thing, you know, that they're dead, so they, they don't feel cold. Well, isn't that a vampire thing already? Like they feel cold all the time anyway, so. Right, because they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, so let's let's just skip around a little bit because there's a lot of, I mean, if you couldn't tell by us spending an hour on the setup, this movie has a lot of setup. There's a lot of setup. It's true. <laughs> All right, so let's just skip a decent amount. Let's get back to the bullies that we met earlier. What's what's his name? Con Conroy? Some some shit? They have names? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Conway Twitty? Whatever. There's these three little kids that like they all kind of look like um the bu- like a, like they look like three versions of the personality of the bully from a from Christmas a Christmas story. A hundred percent. Right, like if you if you got the one bully like, from a Christmas it's like story, three you, multiple Scott scut- Farkuses. Yes, you turned him into three different parts that are like the most like this is the most this part this is the most this part yeah. this is the most this part. I agree. You made him into three individual humans. That is this group. Yep, that's who they are. It's so fucking weird. You just want to punch all of them in the face. <laughs> Except for the like the one that's like the chubby version of Oscar. <laughs> like you kind of do want to punch him but for a different reason like he shouldn't be a bully he should be bully right yeah yeah (laughs) like he's he's just cashing in his he's just thinking every time he's like man this could be me and i'm real fucking glad it's not i don't know why i'm going to so many christmas movies but he's the kid from bad santa 
Oh. If he was Swedish. Yeah, you talk about that kid a lot. <laughs> Wait, I, you, you know what? You just made me realize that I do. <laughs> I actually didn't realize I talked about him that much, but I think I do kind of bring that kid up a lot. I feel like there's like five specific like weird obscure. That one's one of your go-to's and like I have seen Bad Santa so I do know what kid you're talking about, but I haven't <laughs> seen it enough for me to like go back to that well multiple times. Oh, I've seen Bad Santa a lot. <laughs> I've seen that movie a lot. That I don't care what anyone says. That's a fucking hilarious movie. I remember it being good, but I haven't seen it in a very long time. <laughs> it's a good movie. I watch it probably like every Christmas. Oh, look at you watching holiday movies on the holiday you're supposed to be watching the holiday movies. You know, I think I do it the most on Christmas. Son of a bitch. Look how basic Actually, you no. are. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, because Thanksgiving exists. I definitely do it way more on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because Thanksgiving exists. Well, all Thanksgiving is to me is the Twilight Zone, Thanksgiving, Blood Rage, and Blood Freak. Just on repeat all yeah. month. That's fair. So, yeah, I don't know. Thanksgiving might be my favorite holiday. <laughs> the weirdest thing for you to say <laughs> it's not for the holiday it's just for it's for the energy it's just just it's just for things killing that's what it's really for let's be honest <laughs> but i think i've always really liked thanksgiving but i didn't realize how much i did <laughs> but i always did i'm just always very in a mood on thanksgiving it's like halloween to me <laughs> fuck you guys thanksgiving Oh my god, I'm turning off the fucking recording. Bye. Alright, so these kids are bullying him, and they're like, hey, you know, we, we gotta show you what would, uh... No, wait, they don't have to show him anything. They want to know what he's been writing down. They want him to show them things. Yeah. Which also, what was he writing down? I have no idea. I don't think that mattered. That was definitely a part of the movie that didn't matter. Yeah, I have no idea. Do you think he's just been writing a journal on, like, what's been going on with Ellie, and that's why he couldn't probably yeah okay because we don't ever see what's in his journal i don't think yeah i'm sure it's like lovey stuff or vampire stuff or both like it's either like huh gay or huh killer <laughs> like you know like it's one of the two you say hot gay or hot killer no i said ha oh. like hot gay <laughs> like as in the bullies to oscar like up oh, hot gay <laughs> No, or like hot, hot killer, gay. God damn it! Oh shit! You know, you know what other movie came out in two thousand eight? I feel like I just gotta throw this out there because it's popped up on my thing real quick. Thanks, Killing Itself came out in two thousand eight. Oh yes, yeah, speak of the fucking, they did, did, they did. That's true. That's very true. Maybe that's just your, maybe that's your golden year. Let the let the right one in. Thanks, Killing. Fuck, man. I actually do like a fair amount of movies from two thousand eight. I'm not gonna lie. There you go. I think I like a decent amount of 2008 movies. I feel like it's like, it, it could be the 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 88 of modern times. Yeah, Pontypool was good. Joyride 2 came out that year. Okay, I haven't seen Joyride 2. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to. The first one was fine. Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King? Does it count? Uh, oh, Yes Man? Yes, yes Man is a horror movie? Benjamin Button? Oh, 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 oh my god. I was Twilight. I was only looking at horror movies. Yeah, Twilight came out that year. Fucking Twilight, dude. What? Are we are we here to talk about Twilight being good right now? Is that what we're doing? It is. You know what? You just need to stop you with your fucking old man boomer shit today. I saw that one. I saw that one in theaters, motherfucker. 
Yeah, so did I. Hancock came out in 2008. Yeah, I saw that at the drive-in. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Tropic Thunder. Ooh. Step Brothers. Pineapple. Okay, see, now I'm remembering why I love 2008 so much, because 2008 had the best fucking comedy I was going to say it was the comedies. It wasn't about the horror movies that year. It was all about the comedies. It was not about the horror <laughs> movies at all. The reason I like him so fond of 2008 is because all the fucking good comedies were in 2008. Yeah, I actually just revisited Pineapple <laughs> Express uh, a couple weeks ago. And it was the first time I watched it in a long time. And I was like, fuck, that's a good movie. Oh, Baby Mama. Yeah. Is a terrible movie. It came out, though. I mean, it was a big deal. Uh, you know, the SNL the SNL ladies coming together for a movie. Yeah, it, it was giant. Um, But, like... I didn't watch it. I don't know. When I, when I say that now, like, in retrospect, why would I want to watch Amy Poehler and Tina Fey fucking be... Make making babies. Babies. I don't remember the point of that movie. <laughs> I honestly don't remember anything about the movie. I've seen it many times, but I don't remember it at all. <laughs> all right, back to this. It wasn't Mean Girls. We'll just leave it at that. Look, let's just talk about how they lightly beat Oscar with a stick. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That seemed like some, I didn't like that scene. That was like a weird hazing thing. I didn't like that scene at all. Not because like. Because they were beating him with a stick, but I felt like they, like, brushed him with a stick. Like, if you're going to bully him, fucking bully him. Yeah, like, beat the shit out of him. Like, I'm not saying, like, beat the shit out of kids, but, like, in this situation, beat the shit out of kids. I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's a, it could be a cultural difference. Maybe that's what, like, bullying looks like in Sweden. Okay, I'll take it. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's like here you almost get killed, but there it's like, just like, boop, boop, boop. Oh, man, they're such bullies. Lunchtime at my high school was like race wars. Right. <laughs> if, all, if you're just getting hit by a stick by like some little chubby blonde kid, like, I'll take that. I don't know. Maybe I'm being insensitive right now. But and then, like, just, then just one of them scratches your face, and then they get scared because you're gonna, they're like, well, who's going to say something to his mom? And so then they run away. Yeah, I'm sorry. Are you the one that has to talk to his mom? Right. I don't get what the thing about that was. Like, was the mom going to find... Like, he just went home and lied. He just said he fell, and his mom believed that he tripped and somehow got a gash on his face. That's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Okay, now that I say that, ha down a half star again. The half star they got, <laughs> they just lost because I fucking hated that scene. I did real Like, I have nothing good to say about that scene. I think it was fucking stupid. It was pretty bad. I won't... I mean, yeah, you're right. That wasn't good, like, at all. Like, it didn't set up the bullies well it didn't set up oscar well it didn't set up like here's the thing we made you made these funny things about the bullies being scott farkas scott farkas was a scarier more threatening bully wait was that the name of the kid in fucking a christmas story yes yeah, scott farkas did you remember that off your head or did you have to look that up no it's i remember it off the top of my head that's pretty impressive <laughs> it's only because uh, that movie like takes place in Indiana, so like it's a big deal around here. Yeah, I feel like anytime someone just says the word Indiana, you guys are like, "Oh my god!" Because because people only say it like once in their lifetime, and then it's like, "Oh shit, we have one of those. We have an Indiana." So yeah, everybody here loves Stranger Things. Everybody here loves Christmas Story. Everybody here loves Hoosiers. Uh, what else is there? Oh, fucking Rudy. Jules from Bad Friends? No, Rudy. 
I'm I'm just I'm just saying references that I know you wouldn't get because you're like a Sean Aston. <laughs> I've seen Bad Friends a few times. I don't hate Bad Friends. Okay, fair. Well, I like Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee's funny. Okay, okay. And I already I always forget the other guy's name. Uh, Andrew Santino. I always I always want to call him Tom Segura, even though I know they're two different people. I'm sorry, what? I always want to use his name. If you're gonna call anyone. Tom Segura, at least pick a fat white guy, not a, not a skinny ginger man. No, I'm gonna pick, pick a skinny one. Skinny white call guy. yourself Tom Segura if you're gonna call anyone Tom Segura. He just he just doesn't fucking... he just doesn't look like an Andrew to me. I don't know. He looks he like, Tom. Look like a Tom Segura. He doesn't look like an Andrew. Wait, I want to make that meme right now. Fucking <laughs> Andrew Santino. Hey, is that Tom Segura? Hey, are you Caleb Emery? Are you fucking kidding? Literally, that's the same energy right there. <laughs> that's the same energy right there. Calling a fucking... He's white. He's got a beard. I don't know. Oh, my God. He doesn't look like an Andrew, man. He just doesn't. Sorry. Dude, you were like... You are like hurting me today with I'm pushing. <laughs> with I'm pushing takes. all your buttons. It's the perfect night. <laughs> like, you were like... You, you j- like, guys, audience, you don't know about the hour-long argument that me and James had before this started. <laughs> like, it was a screaming match before this. Nothing to do with horror movies or this movie or anything. No. Just, just absurdities that were... <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, whatever. No one cares. I love how, like... I'll just say, like, inside things that no one will ever get on the show, and I- I'm sure people fucking hate that, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Do you, do, I don't know what the crossover audience is between this and, and Bad Friends. And then people who play Bad Fiends. I don't know. Maybe they're all the same people. Dude, all these things that we just say and just, like, move on from, like, they need so much context to make any bit of sense. I know. Let's move on. Yeah, let's fucking move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like, you know, they start Ellie and Ellie and Oscar start hanging out more because Ellie told Oscar to kick their ass, and then he goes like, "Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> wait, no, it doesn't happen right now. I thought this was when he hit the bully in the face with a hockey stick, which I did. Yeah, like. not quite. We're getting we're getting close. Yeah, that is coming soon. I'm just you. Maybe we won't. Go straight to that. Okay, I guess there is something important that happens. Ellie eats chocolate, and vampires puke if they eat chocolate. Yeah, that's interesting. You never really see vampires try to eat other food. They're always just like, "Oh no, I don't need that shit." Right. And then right here, Ellie was like, kind of, kind of skeptical, but she was like, "All right, I'll try this." Then she pukes her fucking brains out. <laughs> was she puking blood? Oh, that's the only thing that's inside of her system. So that's true. That's probably very detrimental to her, too, if you really think about all of that. Like, if she's puking up the blood that she needs and, like, she starts smelling and, like, whatnot when she doesn't have enough blood. A lot of questions here about, questions. about this, the science behind this vampire. Okay, so, you know, we're, we're actually at the, like, 45-minute mark now. Okay. We're about there, because this was when the old man said that line, and I realized, oh. like, oh, you're, you're a fucking creep. Gotcha. So, yeah. This is when we find out all the stuff, blah, blah, blah. He's Dexter. He's a shitty Dexter. And he's going to go and be a shitty Dexter right now. He's going to do the stupidest fucking thing that I've ever seen. Can anyone explain how this guy thought he was doing something? 
How he thought he wasn't going to get caught. He does this whole fucking monologue with Ellie where he's like, oh, please don't hang out with that boy, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go do some stuff for you. Oh, uh, hopefully I don't get caught because people have been seeing me around with you. They know you live here with me. He does this whole fucking exposition. So you know he's going to get fucking caught right here for sure. Yeah. And then he goes out. He's watching. He's watching Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. The basketball scene of Teen Wolf. The only scene of Teen Wolf, let's be honest. Yeah, that's the whole movie, but I still love it. <laughs> Sidetrack again, I don't give a fuck. You know Devontae rated Teen Wolf half a star the other day? I saw that. I haven't had a chance to yell at him about, about it yet. I'm glad that you're not on the side because I yelled at him about that. I was like, you're fucking stupid. He was supposed to come over tomorrow and he's not now, but like, I was, I was going to let him have it. Dude, I was like, you cannot like that, but... That is not a half a star half movie. Half a that star? Is half a star? He gave Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker more than half a star. He's given so many things <laughs> better ratings than that. I'm going to go to his letterbox right now. I don't give a fuck if there's a sidetrack. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing the thing where we we're judge people's letterbox accounts. We're doing defend your letterbox right now. I'm not even doing this as a fucking bonus thing. This is, a fucking, this is for everyone right now. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me, dude? That is so stupid. It's hilarious. Half a fucking star? Like, really? Yeah, not cool. Teen Wolf is is not a star movie. Okay, so he rated... I don't know what this is, but there's a movie called Woe that came out in 2021. He rated it a star, and it says, They hit you with all this stuff from the start. I had so many questions. That's mostly why I kept watching. Didn't really enjoy much of it at all. That's better than Teen Wolf? And I got a whole damn star? Yeah, that's that's a star? That's some bullshit, bro. Oh, hell no. They come knocking the Into the Dark Hulu movie that I covered yeah, a while yeah, ago. Yeah, that, yeah. that piece of shit, the Father Day, the Father's Day movie. Yeah, I watched that. It started off so good. I don't know what happened halfway through. He gave it a half star, but then he said one star entertainment rating. Teen Wolf is like five star entertainment it rating. It is easily fucking four or five star <laughs> entertainment rating. Like what? Did he even give an entertainment rating on Teen Wolf? Hold on. Let me no. let me find this. He didn't even give that. He said, first and last time watching this, I like the 80s things about it, but everything else is just no. Just no. The whole movie That's is That's all 80s that as it fuck. is. That's all that it is. So you That's like the, the whole, whole movie? movie? So you like the whole movie is what you're saying. So you like the whole movie. He rated Nosferatu two stars. Shut up. You're telling me you'd I'm watch fucking right Nosferatu now. over Teen Wolf? <laughs> Are you fu- Children of the Corn, two and a half stars. Children of the Corn is not better than Teen Wolf. No, no, no. The Lost Boys, two stars. You know, people might like that, but fuck you. I know what you did last summer, four stars. Yeah, that's fair. That's fucking stupid. I still know (laughs) what you did last summer, two stars. I'm actually just more mad that that's two stars and that isn't higher. You know what? I know you're going to listen to this episode, Devontae. You listen to every episode. You're a piece of shit. I just texted him, told him, we were, told him that we're roasting his letterbox. Yeah, you're a fucking asshole, dude. <laughs> he only has like three things that are rated like half a star. And one of them's Teen Wolf. One of them's Teen Wolf. Come on, man. Get the program. I will fully say that I love Teen Wolf. Yeah, I mean, I will also fully say that like most people would say it's a bad horror movie. Because yeah, it is. But it's extremely fun and entertaining. You know what's so fucking stupid too? I just got a notifica- two notifications from Letterbox. He's commenting on my Letterbox right now. <laughs> He's talking shit on me 
for my five star Spider Man three review, he said six star SMH. He's probably doing it right now because I just told him that we're roasting his. Did you just box. say that? Because he did this four I minutes did. ago. It was before we started talk. It was like right when oh, we started talking about damn. this. Wow. Okay. He's mad at me for my half star on Thirteen Ghosts. When you rated Teen Wolf half a star, I wouldn't put Thirteen Ghosts or Teen Wolf a half a star. Thirteen Ghosts is easily half a star. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's a shit movie. It's just it's just a misplaced, misguided Hellraiser movie. It's a mockbuster of Hellraiser is what it is. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it kind it kind of is a, a mockbuster of Hellraiser. You're not wrong. There's just not a lot of those. So yeah, like let's let's give it a shot. He just commented on my Pet Cemetery 2019 review and said, I didn't think it was that bad. Stop! Dude, shut the, the movie fuck is up. dog shit. I need to write a I need to write a proper review for that. Shut the fuck up. I'm pretty sure mine was actually I just looked at it and it said one star, and I think that was being generous. Yeah, I mean one star for the the updated visuals. There are some cool updated visuals, and that's the only reason why it gets any love at all. That's the only reason I gave it half a star. That movie was dog shit. Yep. The kids wearing the animal masks, the part that you ruined already in the trailer and all the promotional material. Yep, coolest part of the movie. That's it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not even giving them any of the set de- set design or like any of the cool shit they did. Fuck that. That movie was so shit. It does not matter. That's a. Ha- I'm going back on that. That's a half star. Fuck you. You know what? I don't even. I- I'm leaving all of this Amazing. in. I don't even care. <laughs> We've gone so off. We're so off. You know, if anyone came here for a very inept, let the right one like conversation, um, sorry. Yeah, we got to find a way to land this plane though. I mean, it's sprinkled in like it, we're going back and forth for sure. But we're just we're, when we get off topic, we're really getting off topic. All right. Back to shitty Dexter. So this all started because I said that he was doing the Teen Wolf thing. He's watching Teen Wolf. I already forgot about that. OK, so, yeah, he's spying on some motherfuckers who are playing high school basketball. And then a bunch of them go outside. He goes in. He knocks out one of the dudes, the remaining dude. And he starts. um he starts draining him in the locker room with his friends still outside waiting for him. Yeah, he's not a very good Dexter. And he fully thought that he wasn't going to get caught doing that. Yeah. But did he, I guess? Because he also had a jar of acid just hanging out. Maybe he meant to get caught. Maybe he Maybe he was like, maybe he knew that like, you know, the jig, the jig was kind of up with Ellie at this point. I guess that would make sense because I can't explain why else he would just have a mason jar filled with boiling acid. Yeah, maybe maybe he wanted to get caught. But he seemed like startled and confused when he was getting caught. So did he? I was going to say, or maybe that's like how they try to say that he's really good because like he always had a way out or something, you know? This is the worst killer in the world. He's bad at it. He's so bad at it. I guess that that's the only explanation I can think of. He just has that with him in case something goes awry. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Basically, he gets caught, and then he pours acid on his face. Now he's fucking Two-Face from Batman. Yeah, that's his uh, his get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, I did like the acid burn. It looked good. It looked very good. It looked very good. And actually, what happened when Ellie... Because Ellie hears all of it, like, on the TV, and she's like, you know, she hears, like, oh, man is caught, it's the killer, we can't really figure out who he is because of the burns he did to his face, blah, blah, blah. And she obviously knows, like, this fucking idiot got caught. Right. And I thought she was going over to, like, 
like tell him she like loved him and like you know thank you and this that blah 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 yeah and what happened was so much better i'm so glad that didn't happen it was fucking awesome what happened actually it was pretty great like did you like that i like it i thought it was really cool she goes to the hospital and like you know she asks like hey where is he blah 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 they're like oh he's on the seventh floor i can't let you see him she's like fuck it i can fly so she flies up to the seventh floor and then she like knocks over and he's like he basically just says like i can't talk and just kind of like starts walking toward her he removes the thing that's helping him like breathe and stay alive and at this point i still didn't know what was going on and then she just starts draining him like eating him she fucking eats him man start like they don't say anything to each other she's not like oh they she's not sad or anything she fucking eats him drops him out the window he falls down and explodes yeah, I think he. I think at that point he definitely knew that like there was no going back because at this point like people have seen too much. Like you, like in her eyes, like bro, you have to die. Like I don't think that it was an in her eyes thing. Like I think he. F- I, the way I saw this, um, I actually didn't. That's a good perspective too. I didn't. The, I only thought there was one way. I think I was just being really narrow minded when I was watching it. But um, the way I saw it is that he always knew that at one point it was going to happen eventually yeah but he was going to stay alive and he was going to give her one last feed before he wasn't able to keep doing it for her he was pretty much giving her like like that's her right 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 that's his farewell present to her like here you go now you got to do you yeah not that it's like a good gift or anything because i think this guy's kind of a piece of shit but um (laughs) i think that is what happened though well, I th- I think that he I think that he knows though that he's in a position where he doesn't he d- like he has no choice but to offer that because like what the fuck's he gonna do? Yeah, well, I think he was living his whole <laughs> life for her. Not I guess not right. for her because obviously, like I, like I said, he has underlying intentions. He's a fucking creep, but right for sure. Yeah, and like his mind, he's living his life for her, and he's like, this is the last thing that I do before I yeah. die. I feel like he's okay. You know, what? there's a better way to explain it. He's a useless fucking pig cuck. There you go. He's a useless fucking piece of shit. Piggy piggy. Okay, I'm gonna skip over this next part because this is all like when we start getting into the gender identity stuff, and we talked extensively, extensively about sure, that. Sure, 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 sure. But in this scene, Oscar does this is like the way it goes down. He's like, "Hey, do you want to go steady with me?" And then she's like, "Uh, well, the fuck is that?" And he's like, "You know, be my girlfriend." She's like, "Oscar, I'm not a girl." And then he's like, "Well." Do you want to go steady or not? Like, I don't give a fuck. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, so back to the bullies. Let's get back to these little guys. Here we go. We made it. This is when, uh, I just want to say it straight up. Fucking Oscar smashes this kid in the side of the face with a hockey stick. It's fucking great. At first, I was like, okay, maybe he didn't hit him that hard because the dude wasn't reacting. Mm-hmm. But then he starts fucking screaming. Bloody murder. And then when he went down, I was like, oh, okay, so you, like, fucked up his head and whatnot. But then you see it, and he hit him right in the ear. That fucking yep. kid's deaf. He he has to be deaf, dude. He's bleeding out the ear. Fucking slice that shit open. <laughs> like, dude, he fucking blew up his eardrum. <laughs> that was awesome. There was so much blood. I was like, ah, you idiot. <laughs> no, no high-sticking calls in Sweden, apparently. And then oh, oh and that, around that time that that's all going down, they find the body that old guy put in the lake earlier because he like dumps the body in like a lake right. and then it freezes over and they have to like cut it out of the lake. Kind of cool. 
Yep. Uh, Devante is still going off on my letterbox right now. He's literally going through every single movie I've ever now. Watched. Now he's definitely doing it because because he's texting me about it too. Yeah, I know he is now. Piece of shit. <laughs> so also like, what's up with like in every single movie that involves like kids being like, why do they always do blood packs? I don't know. My kid did it. Oh my god, he did. I forgot yep. about that. It's a fucking thing kids do because of fucking TV. It's like, hey, y'all, fucking bloodborne pathogens. Chill the fuck out. That's like one of the gayest things you can do. Hey, that's what he had to do to join the Asian gang. Well, you can see how this goes right here because Oscar's like, hey, blood packed. And he starts just dripping everywhere, bleeding all over the place. Demonja's actually starting to piss me off because I'm trying to read my notes and I keep having <laughs> notifications pop up all over my fucking screen. It's actually really annoying at this point. Anyway, yeah, he starts bleeding all over, and I don't know, I kind of hate this scene, too. It's so bad. It's really, it's kind of the dumbest thing I've ever seen. She just, like, crouches down like like a dog, and she's like... She starts lapping up his blood off the floor, she's like, sweet blood, sweet blood, I gotta lick it. And then, like, that wasn't even the part that made me the most mad. It was when, like, she looked up. When she looked up. She looked like a haggard old fucking 50-year-old, like, cleaning lady. It looked like a different person. Like, it wasn't that she looked, like, scarier. I think they were trying to depict, like, oh, yeah, look, she's an old vampire chick. And I'm like, no, she just looks fucking gross. Yep. I didn't think any part of that was good. It was bad. And his reactions are so bad, too. They're funny. And I don't even remember exactly what it is, but it's essentially just, like, the fuck's happening? <laughs> yeah, every time she's doing some weird shit, Oscar's always just like, bro, calm down. <laughs> like, that is his only reaction to anything. Right, right. Which is fair, but okay, like, yeah, I get what they were trying to do, but the execution was really, really terrible. It was rough. Really bad, like, really bad. Okay. Um, Do you know how to explain the next big thing that happens? Because I really don't. So the person that she tried to feed on is the one that starts to turn, right? That's not the important part. I mean, like, it's kind of important because, you know, she goes... I guess it's cool what happens. Like, she goes to feed on him or, like, her and starts attacking the chick. Right. And, like, she was having an argument with her husband. He was like, oh, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And she walks off. Then she gets attacked. And then the husband's like, wait, no, I do love you. And then, like, fights Ellie off. And then after that, I just want to go right into the cats. Oh, I don't understand it. I don't know how to explain what happened. Do cats hate vampires? Maybe it's like one of those things where like uh, they say that like animals are more in tune with like the spirit world or whatever. So maybe like they know that it's like she's dying inside or something, you know? Maybe that's the explanation. I thought it was like the cats were really mad about like the CGI buttholes being taken out of the cats production. So they were like attacking in any way they could retroactively they're like hey we gotta fuck up this vampire yeah you know i know that and i know the timing's off obviously but like you know they just had a feeling <laughs> no man we need to watch sleepwalkers i'm telling i'm not watching another vampire movie with you unless it's sleepwalkers i thought you were gonna say the cat's butthole cut nope i'm not watching that either didn't we watch cats together you made me we didn't watch it together you made me watch cats i did huh and i told you about the butthole cut Wait, did we talk about cat? We did, huh? I don't remember why. <laughs> Wait, I need to find that episode because I don't know where that episode is now. I don't know what it was for, if it was like a Patreon thing or, or where that is. I but you made me talk about cats. 
I forgot about that. I need to get that back. Um, I think that was that was like a USB flash drive that I sent out. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Dude, I need to find that. I want to put that episode. I want to put that on Patreon now so people could hear us talk about cats. I forgot about that. God, that was an experience. That was right after I moved into this house. I was like exactly a year ago. Pretty positive. Only like three people ever have heard that episode. Because it was just on a USB flash drive. Who's to say they even put those... If they even trusted you enough to put the flash drive in a exactly. computer. Exactly. I fucking wouldn't put a flash drive in a computer if you sent it to me. It's very possible that no one's ever even heard that episode. <laughs> okay. Aside from cats. Uh, no, not, not aside from cats. A million cats <laughs> attacked this woman. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, actually. The effects are really good. Like, seeing her covered in cats is kind of awesome. Yeah, they used, like, it was half real cats, and then, like, they used some CGI to, like, beef up the cats and get the attack going, like, really good in it. And it looked pretty fucking awesome. It looks great. You know, they actually said they used, like, a pretty good amount of CGI in this movie. Really? You can't tell at all, though. They, no, not really. Yeah, he pretty much said, like, yeah, we used a lot of CGI, but, like, we used it, like, just really subtly and, like, small. Just like, sparingly. we didn't want it to be a focal yeah. point. Like, we just wanted to use it to, like, enhance things. And, like, that is the way that you have to use CGI. That's how you do it, man. Do it so that I don't know that it's there. If no, if I didn't look it up, I probably wouldn't have known that there was that much. Like, I would have definitely known it, like, the cat part, like, right. and whatnot, and, like, a couple little things. But, like, for the most part, I would not have noticed. Yep. It was really good. Um, Yeah, so she gets attacked by cats is what I'm trying to say. That does happen. She gets fucked up by some cats. They chase her out of the room. They're, like, clinging to her as she's running out. Yeah, I feel like their claws were, like, inside of her. Yeah. And then the next time we see Oscar and Ellie together, she he just straight up asks her if she's a vampire. Like, I don't know how he, like, <laughs> I don't know when he came to the conclusion where he was like, no, you're definitely a vampire. But at some point he did, and he was just like, you a vampire, bitch? It had to be sometime around the time of her drinking his blood, right? It was definitely <laughs> her lapping up the blood off the ground. He was like, oh, bitch, you definitely a vampire. <laughs> you're either a vampire or maybe... It's plain fucking weird. At this point, at this point, what's worse, her being so weird and crazy that she did that or her just being a vampire? Like, at least if you're a vampire, that explains the behavior. No, exactly. I think at this point he was just rationing. He was like, please be a vampire because otherwise please. I cannot associate with your ass. Right. Please be a vampire so we can keep <laughs> this thing going. Because he's like, if you're a vampire, this, this is all fine. But if you're not, like... That's my red, that, that's my red flag. Yeah. I'm gone. Can you imagine having red flags as a 12-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> like there has to be something going on like my my red flag is you lapping up blood off the floor and you're not a vampire but then again if you look at the other way his red flag is the fact that she wouldn't do a blood pack with him who's the real fucking freak that's true that's true is she really be that weird you're a fucking weirdo too it's weird and then he asks her if she's poor and then she shows him an egg and she's like this egg can <laughs> buy a nuclear power plant is that like one of those faberge eggs Something like that. There was things in the egg. It was a puzzle egg. Yeah. Puzzle egg. They could buy things. And then she tries to give Oscar stolen money, and he kind of, like, gets on her ass about, like, killing people and, like, feeding herself. And I kind of felt like he was a... He was kind of being a narc right here. He is being a narc. He, you know, he definitely is not able to understand that, like, you gotta do stuff to not die. Like, he hasn't made it to that point yet. But she kind of, like, calls him a hypocrite, too, because she's like, hey, man, when I first met you, you were talking about, like, murdering some kids. And he was like, yeah, but I didn't do it. She was like, bitch, you wanted to. Wanted to. <laughs> you would have you if you weren't a pussy. Exactly. She's like, I bet if you were a vampire, you would have done it. 
bitch. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so now the guy that uh the guy that was beating the chick that's turning into a vampire that got attacked by cats, he's at the hospital with her and he's like, Hey hey dude, I got this stamp that my dad left me. I'm gonna make eighty thousand dollars off of it. Yeah, stamps. I don't know why that mattered, but it's happening. Fuck yeah, stamps. And on the other side of things, the wife's like, Hey, I've been feeling weird. Uh, I know you're really happy about this stamp, but I actually want to kill myself. And he's like, Oh, but dude, this stamp, you know, if I get the right buyer. <laughs> but the stamp, bro, you don't understand. Like, dude, she's on her deathbed, and he's like, Oh, stamps, dude, you want to go to fucking... Fucking stamp Vegas, baby. Yeah, basically, where the fuck did he say he wanted to move? It was <laughs> some stupid remember. ass place. Yeah, he said he wanted to go to the Bahamas or something. I don't know. If you're Swedish, can you just move to the Bahamas and like feel comfortable there? If you got stamp stamp money, eighty thousand dollars. Can you go to the Bahamas with eighty thousand dollars? Fucking stamp money, baby. I feel like that's not a lot. Like you could go, you could definitely go buy something somewhere. Go to fucking Indiana or Ohio or some buff like Kentucky or some shit, you know. But like. You're not going to the Bahamas with $80,000. Like, yeah, you could rent some shit for a little while and then die. I mean, you could probably get in the slums. It's kind of an impoverished country when you get out That's of true. Get outside of the, the, like, touristy parts. But his plan <laughs> is, like, the lavish part of the Bahamas. And, like, I'm here to oh, tell yeah. you, you're not getting that. You're getting the gentrified part, part of the Bahamas where you're buying, you're spending, like, $15 <laughs> on a slice of pizza, maybe. But, like... Yeah, 80, 80 grand's not going to go away. It was 2008. It was a different time. That was before the mark, the housing market crash. Who knows what you could have bought with an $80,000 down payment on a place. Oh, I'm so mad at this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, How can I make your podcast more boring and old than talking about real estate values before <laughs> you were even in high school? Let's talk about Brad Dorif again. <laughs> the wife blows up. She does. It's amazing. It's awesome. I wish. It's fucking sick. Well, actually, I was going to say, I wish this happened in more vampire movies, but I do feel like there's a fair amount of vampire movies that we've watched where vampires kind of just blow up when they see sunlight. They do. We just need to watch them either again, or we need to get around to watching them. We need to watch John Carpenter's Vampires again, yep. and we need to watch From Dust Till Dawn. Some great vampire explosions in From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yep. Some good ones. I'm in for it. I love a vampire explosion, you know? And this one, I feel like this specific one was a shot-for-shot shot remake of Brad Dorff's parents blowing up in spontaneous combustion. It was combustion. a spontaneous combustion. It wasn't a normal vampire explosion. She erupted into flames. Do you think she knew, too? Do you think she knew she was becoming a vampire? No, she just thought she was sick. Like, she probably thought she just had, like, rabies or something. Okay, yeah. She's just like, oh, I'm not feeling too good. And he's like, oh, let's get you some fresh air. And, like, draws the curtain, and then she's just covered in flames yeah that was pretty awesome <laughs> I, I love a good explosion also i might have missed something but i'm not entirely sure how that hus her husband the exploding chick's husband right he found out where ellie lived was he the same guy with the friend or was he involved with the friend or was it the friend that found ellie's house that was the husband right i think they all kind of had like a little mob going there by the end Fucking God, all these Swedish old men look the same. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like... That's about right. I could... I don't know which one's which. I don't know. One of them found out where Ellie lives. And I don't know how, but they did. And they found her like... When they found her, she's in a bathtub coffin, which for a modern vampire movie, I kind of like that. It's pretty good. 
Like, she's a vampire living in an apartment, and it's like, she has to have a coffin. Everybody got one. <laughs> yeah, got to find a way to modernize it. It's good stuff. It's clever. You know, it's just it's just clever. So the guy tries to murder Ellie, but Oscar steps in, and he's about to stab the dude, and then Ellie wakes up, and then she pounces on him, and Oscar kind of just closes the door and is like, yeah, you have fun in there. <laughs> Not dealing with this one. And after she's done, someone starts banging on the walls because of, like, weird murder noises. And she's like, right. Oscar, I gotta go. It's like, I gotta leave. Yeah. It's it's about time to skip town. And then she kisses him. And I wanted to vomit. <laughs> she had so much blood and guts all over her mouth. <laughs> nah, he needed to taste that shit. He didn't know what it was like. Oh, dude. Like, why? He needed to know what it was like. Wait, I think we also skipped something at some point, too. Which part? When she goes inside of the house. Was that... That happened before oh, this, didn't Oh, shit. It? Yeah, it happened right before. Yep. So, there's another really cool vampire thing that happens in this where, you know, there's that rule where a vampire can't go in a house unless they're invited in. And Oscar kind of wants to test that. He's like, all right, what, what fucking happens, you know? Right. What's going to happen? And any vampire movie that we've seen that actually uses this rule, they just, like, stand at the door and they're just like, I can't. I just can't. I just can't. And, like, there's no actual repercussions. They're just like, I can't. Like, my body won't let me do it. I can't. And Oscar kind of goes into that, too. He's like, is there, like, a force field or something? And he tries to touch. He's like, well, there's nothing. So, fuck it. Come in. Yeah. I think I'm comfortable saying this is the coolest yeah, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's the coolest interpretation of that rule by far. I I was almost going to say I have one other favorite, and it's it's animated, though. It's Scary Godmother when, like, a force oh, okay. field actually just pops up and you get, like, flung, like those little things that you put on the table and fling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, like, bounces on the back. Yeah, exactly. They put, you put it inside out and it, like, flings you back. Like, that happened in Scary Godmother to a vampire, and I was like, I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. But, I mean, she just starts bleeding out of everywhere. Bleeding profusely. Like, first you see it, like, just coming out of, like, the back of her shoulder so Oscar doesn't see it. And then she starts bleeding out of her eyes, her ears, just every orifice of her body just starts yeah, fucking pouring out blood. It's insane. It's pretty awesome. And I think they said, uh, the director said he was like, I don't know if I like that or if it's going to translate well, if it's going to be that good. And then he was like, oh, but the uh, audience kind of loved this. It worked out pretty well. No, it looked amazing. It was a really clever idea, a really good way to incorporate that rule. That's the best way I've seen that rule done, for sure. Like, like physically seeing it and just if someone said, like, on paper, like, you just start fucking dying, like, bleeding everywhere. That's cool. Like, if I knew that, if it was, if that was, like, like far enough to where it got ingrained into vampire lore like oh you can't you know a vampire can't come in unless they're invited well why the fuck not because if they do this happens and that could even bring like a whole cool side of like vampire just like like fight scenes and crazy things where like someone's pissed off at a vampire and they like push them into a house that they're not invited into yeah and they start like dying like that could be fucking awesome too yeah, and the reverse too. The same way that she's kind of doing it here. If if there's a vampire who's, you know, pissed off enough at someone they're hunting, they're like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go for it and kill them and get out of the house before I die." Like, <laughs> it brings a lot of cool like concepts into the vampire lore. Yeah, I like it. I do have a question though. Why is Oscar always filled with snot? <laughs> Maybe that's why you thought he pissed himself because this dude's always just fucking like fucking just always boogers. just fucking always got. Ah. There's no way that was real. Like, they had to, like, be putting, like, Vaseline on his lip, like, the whole movie, right? 
I don't know. It could. It's either that or he's just so snotty that they just said, fuck it and gave up. Go for it. It makes him look nerdier. <laughs> so the next day, Oscar gets a call from someone acquainted with the bullies, and they're basically like setting him up with an elaborate plan. Yeah, way too elaborate for these fucking bullies, by the way. And also, side note, like they're at a pool right now. What the fuck is up with the swim coach putting a whole radio next to the edge of the pool? I don't know. That seems really dangerous. It's not going to, like, you know, kill everyone in the fucking pool, but it just seems like something you should not do. Right. I don't know. Whatever. That's I don't know. That Sweden's, Sweden's a different place. <laughs> different times, man. Different Swedes. So back to the elaborate plan. They get the coach to run out of the pool area after they set a fire outside, like in a bunch of rubbish. And then the main bully's older Aww, brother. Oh, you said rubbish. That's adorable. I recorded something before this that has to do with that, but I just remembered that people are going to hear that in the episode after this, but you'll put it together later. Fantastic. <laughs> if you, It's a pretty small thing, but if you put it together, you put it together. Wait, is it you doing another British accent and just saying, Oi! Oi! <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Swedes sound like? Oi! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Swedes just kind of like everything they say, like say so oh just my. sounds like they're like gargling like some mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So many people hate you. It's amazing. <laughs> hey man, be happy that I make fun of everyone. No one's safe. I fucking hate all of you. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's I think so you're good. all a bunch of fucking nerds. I love it. So, yeah, this is, um, when they get in there, they get to the pool thing, they're like, hey, Oscar, you gotta hold your breath underwater for three minutes, and if you foil, I'll cut your eyeball out. <laughs> and if you do it, I'll just, I'll just slash you a little bit. Also, I mean, this, this also kind of, like, throws back to, like, these random shots that we've seen multiple times of Oscar in the pool, and he's just, like, is always drinking the pool water. He is. <laughs> always. The fuck He's an is idiot. wrong with this kid? He's stupid. He's dumb. He's a stupid, dumb idiot. Stop gulping down pool water, you freak. God damn. Well, what happens next is pretty fucking satisfying. Like, the older bully is, like, gripping on Oscar's hair, and the shot we're seeing is Oscar's face underwater, and all of a sudden you see feet in the top of the pool... And, like, it's unnatural as fuck. It's, like, you can't, like... Right. No one's just hanging in water like that. It doesn't work like that. Right, exactly. And then it starts getting dragged around the pool. Like, just legs just being dragged. Get it. And then a severed head falls in the pool. And then the hand that's holding on to Oscar's head, his hair, just releases grip, and then the arm falls into the pool. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys are dead. <laughs> yeah, it happens pretty quick. And then we see that uh, Ellie came back for Oscar, and then the camera pans out to, like, a full room shot, and we see three out of the four kids mutilated, destroyed, lifeless bodies just around the pool area. Just wrecked. But then that chubby kid, who in all fairness didn't seem like he ever really wanted to be involved in anything. Right. He's just, like, crying in the corner, like, bawling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're still alive, but also probably the most traumatic <laughs> Yeah. Like, that, like if that kid doesn't die soon, like, he's going to be dealing with a lot of shit for a very long time. Oh, his life is not good. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess that's what he gets for hitting him with the stick. And he was the one that just hit him in the leg, right? 
Yeah, and he was, like, crying the whole time he was doing it, too. Like, he was definitely being forced into doing that. It was bad. It was an awkward scene. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. So, finally, it fades out, and we see Oscar on a bus with a giant square bag, and we hear, like, tapping from it. Because we did see earlier in the movie that they, uh, what is that, Morse code? Yes. Yeah, they, he, they like, uh, Oscar taught Ellie Morse code so they could, like, I don't know, because he knew they would be on a bus and she would be in a box later in the movie, I guess. <laughs> So they could, so they could like tap tap the walls and tap shit. the walls because they're neighbors. I'm just being a dick. Um, <laughs> uh, and my last note is because I wasn't sure if I'd remember this. It's uh, you kept telling me the kid pissed himself, but I never saw that happen. <laughs> he didn't piss himself. I don't think I ever watched this movie. I think that's true. I think I watched the American remake and I only saw like the first ten minutes. And I saw a kid piss himself and turn it off. Anybody out there? Who knows the remake enough? Uh, let me know if I'm right. Like, does that <laughs> does that kid get the shit kicked out of him and then he pisses himself and it happens very early in the film? Because it's literally all that I remember. And I thought it was the original, but apparently it's not. Yeah, apparently not. You explained to me a lot that you were like, I didn't see the American. I only saw the original because everyone said it's better. And you were like, the kid pissed himself and I hated it. And yeah, after watching yep. this, I'm very convinced that you saw the American version. I think I saw the wrong one. I think you're right. <laughs> And you were very adamant about how you watched the one everyone liked, and you were like, fuck I that. was. I thought I did. I thought I remembered him speaking <laughs> Swedish and everything. Oh, Fucking fuck. Mandela effect, man. False memories. It's weird. Oh, that's pretty funny. Well, this had eight kills. Eight, eight yep. kills. Eight kills. Ro uh, what's his name? Uh, Roger Ebert liked this movie. Did he? Yeah, he gave it a 3.5. He said it's like the best, like modern take on a vampire movie pretty much son of a bitch i gave this a 3.5 i gave it a 3.5 <laughs> how often do we both agree with roger ebert <laughs> i don't think very often i don't think we talk about him on the show yeah that we much, don't but like, we don't yeah but off air we've talked about his reviews multiple times where we're like that's a fucking ridiculous review and that's Especially not how i with feel horror stuff he always has like weird shit to say about horror movies weird takes on horror movies but on this one I could not agree with it more. Like, if you go and Spot on. I'm not going to read the whole Roger Ebert review right now because it's pretty long, but like, I could read like a little snippet of it. Um, basically, he says, Let the Right One In is a vampire movie, but not even remotely what we mean by that term. It's deadly grim. It takes vampires as seriously as the versions of Nosferatu and Muranu and uh, Herzog do. And that is very seriously indeed. It is also a painful portrayal of an urgent relationship between two 12 year olds on the brick of adolescence. Uh, it is not intended for 12-year-olds. <laughs> no, I would say not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I fully agree with him. Yeah, good movie. The three A 3.5 movie, for sure. I want to read a few Letterboxd reviews. Yeah, what you got? This one's from Lisa. It says, me. Um, You know, one of those things where it's like me saying something. Right. Just for anyone that doesn't know. I know you know, but just for anyone. <laughs> so, me. And it continues. Um, If this is a coming-of-age film, film, then where's the pool scene? 100 minutes later. Oh. <laughs> Which, have you ever seen a coming-of-age film that doesn't have a pool scene? Name one. I've never thought of it, but she's right. <laughs> You're right. There's always a pool scene. There's always one, even in Blood Rage. Or if it's not a pool, it's swimming of some sort, because the exactly. first thought that I went to was... uh. Stand by me, and so they don't get in a pool, but they swim in like that little river or whatever, and they get the leeches all over them. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a thing until I read that review, and that was the reason I had to add this. I was like, "Shit, you're fucking right, dude." Fucking right. Who knew? This next one is from uh, Diamond Bolt. 
Is this that Twilight all the kids are talking about? <laughs> I mainly wrote this because this is James. <laughs> this is my representation of how James has been making me feel all day. Oh, no, nah, man. <laughs> Twilight Twilight was uh, Twilight was me and Hannah's first date. Oh, that's crazy. That uh, I think Twilight was me and Bree's first date. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. All, all me and Bree did when we dated was we would just go to fucking our local movie theater and just watch movies and fucking half the time get kicked out of the movie theater because we were like, ah, you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> in reference to whatever was happening on screen. Yeah, sounds like the best way to watch a movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I had fun. People were always <laughs> pissed at us, but yeah. Would you recommend this, James? I, honestly, that's the weird thing, is I don't think that I would recommend it. There's not a lot of people that I would have to recommend it to. I can think of one specific person who I know likes artsy stuff and likes horror stuff who would like this, but I think that most of my friends who like horror stuff would just be too bored by it. I feel the same way. Like, I think this is a really good movie, but I don't know. I can't just recommend this to anyone. I know I can recommend this to all the fucking people that watch every A24 movie. This will yes. like this will vibe with you. Yep. If you like rom-coms, this will probably vibe with you for some reason. Like, it's not. It's definitely not a rom-com, but I think it will vibe with you. Mm -hmm. If you like just any indie movie. In general, any indie love movie, I think you'll like this. If you like, yeah, just artsy shit. Like, there's there's a very specific set of people that I can recommend this to, and I know that they would 100% love. Yeah. But beside that, I don't think I just genuinely recommend this. Yeah, I understand. No, I don't think I would. It's, it's a weird movie. Like, it's a very good movie. And I almost want to give it, like, a four. <laughs> After some of the things we talked about. But I think three and a half feels very comfortable. I feel like if I watch this again, I'd probably still feel three and a half. But it is possible that I'd watch it again. I'd be like, all right, there's some things I missed in this. There's a really good movie. Four stars. Yeah. Three and a half all around feels good. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. You ready? Ready. You have every old white man in the movie. Half of every old white man in the movie. And oh. me. And since one option is half of uh, an option of the other, uh, if you choose to kill one like the whole squad or half yeah. the squad you still have to fuck or marry the other half okay it's a little confusing but you got because you got two groups confusing. that are the same one one of them is just half a version so like if you decide hey i'm gonna kill the top half or the bottom half it's not you get half of their people it's just half of the group oh so like in one instance so like, you got so like, like say, eight old white men or only four old white men I'd say, like, you got, like, 25 old white men on one side, and then you got 12 on the other one. 13, just to round it up. Okay. Um... So, basically, if you choose to, like, you can't, like, say, I'm going to kill this 25 old white men, and then now I don't have to fuck them or marry them. No, nah, you still got to do it. It's a different order. The killing comes last in this instance. Okay. If you choose to go one of those routes. Well, I guess what I'll do is kill half fuck you and then marry the other half the the whole the whole group i i still have to marry the whole group yeah it's not half on one side it's you get 25 old white men which is all the old white men in the movie that's oh. one of the options the other option is basically the same one but minus 12 of them <laughs> well yeah sure that's fine i guess okay so you're marrying the 25 yeah 
Okay. Okay. Polyamory for the win. I love that for you. <laughs> I love that for you. Thanks again, uh, Anthony Carrera, for this uh, episode. I'm not doing the fucking Shining. Happy birthday. Hey, yeah, happy birthday, dude. And honestly, thanks for... I I know that you didn't do this specifically for me, but like, thanks for making me watch this movie because I wrote this movie off for a long time because I thought it was the other one and I hated it. So it was good to actually have to watch it. Yeah, it was really weird when I went on Letterboxd to go review this, and then everyone that I followed had like four to five stars on this, and then yours was just half a star. I was like, damn. I was like, this thing has an overall four out of five rating, and James just here with a half star. Oh, shit. No, no. I'm three and a half. I'm going to I'm gonna update it. <laughs> oh, fuck. So that was this episode. I didn't think it was... I actually thought this was going to be a lot shorter than this, but... I thought it was going to be a lot harder to find things to talk about, for sure. I mean, I guess to be fair, I think we did like an hour of the movie, an hour of whatever the fuck was going on. Yeah, you can you can pull an hour of movie out of it. You'll be fine. Yeah, this is all Suck Your Blood. The best way to keep up with everything all Suck Your Blood is to follow the Instagrams, uh, Horror Soup and Night Shift Video. Follow Twitter, Horror Soup Sucks. I'll say stuff about that there. Follow our movie reviews, Horror Soup Caleb and Night Shift Video on Letterboxd. And uh, I'm on YouTube at Horror Soup. James on YouTube at Night Shift Video. I don't think we really post any all Suck Your Blood stuff here. There was a time where we thought we might have, and we even said it in the episode. I went back to that episode the other day, by the way, and I edited that part out where I said that we're going to nice. post some shit later and like some certain parts where I was like, <laughs> hey, we're going to do this and that. I was like, we're not. So I went back. We're and not going to do out. that. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, Thank you, Tom. Mute members only. Yeah, club. remember when there was a third member of this of this main cast? Yeah, I listened to that part too to see if we said that like, like yeah, he one hundred percent is, and we basically said like shit. I don't know, and it ended up going just like that. So I'm glad we just said shit. I don't know. <laughs> good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, guys. See you later. Vampires suck. Peace out, buds. Uh, uh, vampires. You know they uh. You know, you know, vampires. You freaky flying fuck face. Well, I am the one who's been wiping my ass with your cape and shitting in your coffin. If you don't give my girlfriend back to me, well, I'll take. Watch you suffer. You pale skinned, pulseless, pedophile freak. She's a century younger than you are. And why, oh, why can't my baby see? You're just a douchebag dancing in the dark. If you don't give my girlfriend back to me, well, I'll take my revenge, yeah.
Watch you suffer. Ooh. Uh.